0: I've already started recording. I'm not going to give you any time to prepare for this podcast. We're just going to get into it. You know how I like to do these, even though probably you don't, because it seems like there hasn't been one for about two weeks. But we can yeah. get into that. We can, we can get into that. Um We did have a Josh Lay podcast ready to go this week. Obviously, we have been slacking on the podcast as well as that. But essentially, I can't release that until next week now. So this is sort of a filler podcast. Um And if anyone from Harrier is listening we're not going to bother doing the brand deal off this podcast because it's going to get about 400 views because there's only us. So yeah, stay tuned for Harry brand deal coming soon, you know? Uh, but this video is just going to be one of those awful podcasts where we just talk about some race results in like the last week or so, but apparently some people like that. So, you know, thank you for watching. If you
1: are one of those people who are the true tracks, <laughs> they're not going to carry on listening now. <laughs> it, listen, it's going to be a brilliant podcast and everyone's going to tune in and listen to the whole thing. Let's get a bit of optimism. Woo. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Where do you even want to start? Because it's been a long time since a podcast. It feels like there's so much to talk about. Uh, I feel like. Why don't we start with, I mean, the biggest news that's sort of, for us in the UK, that's like breaking, I suppose, overnight. And we're sort of really starting to get our heads around today, which is, Cooper Tier running 350 and Cole Hocker as a 19-year-old. 19-year-old running 350 as well. It's just, my mind is completely blown. 7th and 8th full-time and
0: Cole Hocker has a faster personal best than Jacob Ingebrigtsen. Obviously, so does Cooper. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, sadly, Cole doesn't have the under-20 record because he is 20 this year, um, which means that he doesn't get set, even though he is technically under-20 at the minute because he's 19 it doesn't count towards that record which is a shame because he would have beat the record by five seconds and i know i quickly spoke over that and i do want to get into this in a second that's why i just quickly briefly introduced it and we will speak about that but quickly i know people see this as the highlight of the pod tra- podcast as i well was just bashing flow track i just have a bone to pick a flow track here they released a video on youtube a, well it's a podcast segment and they titled it which it, the title, why is Colleen Quigley leaving Bowman Track Club? They didn't have a clue why Colleen Quigley was leaving Bowman Track Club. They were just speculating stupid ideas, what was stupid, uh, which sums up FlowTrack stupid. So that's just my little dig at FlowTrack for today. Flow
1: track. But okay.
0: onto that mile... I,
1: I, we don't have like a time thing that tells us how long we're into the podcast before we're bashing Flow Track, but that's got to be one of the earliest... I, th- I think it was a record, maybe. Yeah, I I'll take it. Um, back to Cole Hocker and Tier for just one second, because one of them, obviously all of the stats that you mentioned and all of the stats that I keep seeing posted on Instagram, one of the most interesting stats is that of, of the all-time indoor record list that you read out and you posted on on Instagram, you know, like Kajeltsha, um having a complete mind blank but uh Chesa Reckon, no, all of them they go down the list half of them half from of Oregon and for Oregon and also you've got Kajelcha who lived and trained in Oregon um is there it must be something is it in something in the air something in the water I don't know what do you I think you I think down it's because we weeds legalized there isn't it is That that must be it I'm joking <laughs> must be it. Yeah. I'm joking <laughs> yeah. uh well, you've know. seen all those great Dutch mile, sub sub four-minute mile runners as
0: well. So. Yeah, well, Mike Foppen's one at the minute. He's running very well and he's from Dutch, so maybe it's that. No, um, I think it's Ben Crawford. I know he wasn't there for the previous ones in Galen Rupp and Centrowitz and Cesarek and stuff, but I think the fact that Ben Crawford lives in Oregon is a reason why they are as good as they are. And that's my honest and truthful opinion. Could well be, could well be. Ben Crawford's going to come out and run a sub-four
1: mile next. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. I can't lie. <laughs> if Ben if Ben Crawford does a sub-four-minute mile, that's, that's an even better um, achievement than a 350, I think. No, 350. You, you, you'd you, have to race uh, Ben Crawford. I nah, you, you,
0: Yeah, you'd beat him at a minute. He's, he's probably in around 20, 25-minute minute shape. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> needs to, needs to train for a few months and well, then he'll the give mile. you a run for your money. No, in a
1: 5K. I don't know why I oh, reference yeah, the 5K I'll when run. we're
0: talking about the mile.
1: He it could—he'll um, drop you at a two hundred, though, definitely for sure. Mate, we've covered this already. We've covered this already. I might not have the endurance, but over short distances, I'm like just so quick. Just because you're a what quarter, half quarter Jamaican doesn't mean you quarter, yeah quarter doesn't mean you Usain Bolt. It's ridiculous. No, but it does. It, just, it just, just makes me just a little bit faster than everyone who's not quarter Jamaican. So I keep telling myself anyway. I keep telling myself because I'm quarter Jamaican, all that's stopping me from being like an uh, international sprinter is just some decent training. Do you know? Because I mean? ov- obviously, obviously, I've got the genetics. So all I need to do is just do some decent training and I'll be an international sprinter, right? Awesome. And, um, well,
0: that, when, you, when, you when
1: you've entered marathons this year, I don't really think how that, that doesn't really work very well, does it? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? There's not that many. Uh, Not that many Jamaican marathon runners, so maybe I'm just trying to shoot for the wrong distance. Probably. I I just want to. Obviously, we'll touch on some
0: other races and stuff in a second. I just want to put this time into boast about my own personal achievements. Um, I did a hard 10k and ran 29.40, which is a massive personal best. And I did a 5k time trial and ran 14.09. Thank you very much. Uh, Next on the agenda. I want to shut up. I I want to talk about that a little
1: bit more if you want.
0: Nah, they don't. They don't care. It's, it's slow. It's slow uh, compared to the other races we want to talk about. All
1: right. Well, i just. I will big you up because if everyone saw the YouTube page, then you encouraged everyone to comment on the times, and I said, thirteen fifty eight. And stupid. I know you weren't. I know you weren't that quick, but for, you know, for context, as I've explained to you, this was a is a freezing cold day, windy, soaking wet. On a road loop which is pretty tight you know what i mean as in the corners are like 90 degree corners uh, and you've done no tune-up or no speed work so you know mate i'm telling you you're in you're in you're in 340 shape 340 1340 shape I'm telling you. on a race day I'd, I'd take 340 to be honest in, in
0: the 15. um right. no I, I don't know I, I I don't want to speak about myself that much because I've got a lot to speak about. But yeah, it's it's, it's a tricky one. Don't Obviously, be I nice, did... you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I was just joking. Uh, I, I did a speed, technically a quicker session today, which was two mile tempo, uh, two mile tempo, and then it was ten by 400 2 mile tempo. So that was better. And I'm not going to say the times because go and watch the YouTube video, which is out on my our YouTube when you're listening to this podcast so yeah no it well, was it, it, yeah, it was yeah. like somewhere between like 4 5 minute mile for the tempo and then like 62s and so 64s and the 4s so it's the first time you've I've run actually be... quicker than than it like it's the first time I've run quick in quite a while which I'm quite pleased with you've got to be happy with that yeah well the, the, the thing is the 62s felt quite relaxed but and like 64s like I only did a few 64s but they felt really relaxed but I'm thinking about these people like Cooper, Cooper T, for example. He's done a 13, 18, 5K. That's sub 64 for yeah. 12 and a half of them back to back. So it's like, yeah, they felt relaxed, but there's no chance I could uh,
1: pull anything like that out of the bag at the yeah, minute. Yeah, but can Cooper tier Can Cooper tier, as good he, as good as he is in the mile, can he run a 62 and a half, 63 half marathon? Uh, probably, and I can't. So you
0: yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you oh. missed you missed the you missed it by about two minutes there maybe 63 64 and off
1: not uh not 60, maybe 62 just got, maybe i've got too to, to much confidence in you I, I, i'd call it a delusion drop, to be honest i reckon you could drop a 63 half marathon
0: nah, i reckon think? i could no 64 64 something i don't know though. definitely not a 63
1: no I chance to, i don't know mate i'm not know. i think you surprised yourself
0: I'd, I'd, uh, I don't know about that either. I think 64 would surprise me. Oh, I can't lie. What, like 63, I don't want to speak about this because it's just me trying to figure out half marathon distance. So 63 Quite is, much. well, it's 21K, isn't it? So 12, yeah. just over 21K. So it's sub three minute. If you're on 62, 63 dead, it's what, like 258, 259 Ks? That would be my guess. Right, right. Like and that. then, so yeah. And then 64s. Uh, maths about 302s, 303s. I don't know, something like that. Maybe, oh, something like that. that. Anyway, I'd I, 301s, 302s, 303s, something around that. Probably, yeah, 64s. I think I maybe get a 64 dead
1: if it's 302. I was gonna say, like, comment below, but obviously, this isn't a YouTube video, this is a podcast. See what our listeners. So just give it a five star rating then, and we'll be psychic Yeah, and comment. Do the five you... star and comment in the five star rating how fast do you think Alfie can run a half competitive race half marathon? I'm but saying we'll 63. only
0: be we'll only be reading the five star reviews. We won't read any of us to make sure. I'm joking. I don't think we can say that. Like, I think that's literally against the law or some some something. Um. So yeah, don't do that. I'm joking. So on to some more interesting stuff again. So obviously the Oregon's team DMR, they Cooper, Cole, and Charlie Hunter were all in. Got the world best nine nineteen. That's sort of
1: old news now. I'm just I'm just trying to go through some stuff chronologically. It is old news, but what I didn't realise about that is it doesn't count as a world record because Charlie's Australian. Charlie's from Australia. Yeah. Sounds like really harsh.
0: Yeah, but it, it happened in the four x four uh, with Michael Norman, Ray, Ray Benjamin, and I can't remember the other two runners. Um, but it was what 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 college did they go to? Mm. Texas A and M or some at USC? I don't know. I'm not I'm not clued up on my colleges. But basically, they they ran the four x four indoor world record, but obviously it wasn't a world record because someone was from a different country, which is kind of sad. So Poland still have that record, I believe, but. Um, yeah, so and then Keith Hodgson ran 159 in the 800 on
1: the under 20 indoor women's 800 meter world record. Ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's got to be. I mean, I'm not saying it's a 350 mile, but that has got to be close in terms of just as an achievement, standalone achievement. Well,
0: I guess so. She beat the old world record by two seconds, yeah, and a 350. Is beating the old mile world record under twenty by five seconds. So it probably figures out like the the three fifty mile is a tiny bit better, but over that's the, just,
1: just over the distance differential. It's probably
0: well, yeah, similar. no, it's yeah, well, it's just a bit. It's just a bit. The mile's just a bit faster, but uh, obviously Cole's not under twenty, even though he is still nineteen. So technically, it doesn't matter. So Keely's performance probably was worth a three fifty mile. In that race, yeah, okay so. Anyway, incredible run from her, yeah, ridiculously run, R- ridiculously good run. Um, she's ran again, and obviously, the we can talk about this actually. The races in Leaving, I think it's called because it's in France. Um, I'll go with that, it's difficult to pronounce. Gemma ricky won, uh, no surprise there. Akila came fourth, so that's a good run to say. That's like a first of the season where she's in a like a competitive world class environment, so. But it's it a, still a, it's a different was... kind of ball game. Yeah, 201. So it wasn't it wasn't as quick as one fifty nine, but it's a different kind of ball game, is it? When you're up against like literally the best in the world, yeah. and staying on that event, we obviously had pretty fast times go down. So what happened first was the Britson fifteen hundred meter first before the three thousand fifteen. I think, think it so. was.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh,
0: so. Also, if you listen to this, Paul, stop calling me while I'm on a podcast, please. I'm only joking. He he doesn't know I'm on a podcast, but he's calling me. So I'll answer you in a bit. Um, But yeah, um, Ingebrigtsen dominated that race, beating Lemondowski, who got a medal in the world in Doha, beating Samuel Tafaba, who has the world record indoors, which Ingebrigtsen almost beat. He beat Hicham Elgarouge's meeting record, and he won by over five seconds. Just because Elgarouge is slower, yeah. That's well. what he said in it. And he, and, and he said it was very, very easy, which is another thing he said. So, Inge Britson's well, going to run 325 in Tokyo. Or not, well, not in Tokyo, but.
1: <laughs> it did look easy, really, when you're watching him race. He didn't, you know, to be so far ahead of the field is almost in a different race. And to come across the line looking as comfortable as he did, it was just so impressive. How so, is he getting better? Well, I mean, the scary thing is, he's only 20? Yeah, he's 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scary thing is he's only 20, so he's still just developing his power and endurance just as a as a sort of physical development, for starters. And he's also, you know, he doesn't seem to get injured a lot. He just puts in consists, so much consistent training. And he's obviously just so talented that... You know, he, he just keeps getting faster and faster. I mean, it's scary to think how fast he could go, really. Yeah, 100%. I'm actually just going to try and find if
0: there's a, a conversion for indoor and outdoor. I'm not sure if there is, because I feel like when you get past the sprints, it it's, remains the same. At least that's what I just saw in Run, because I was trying to find what it means for, like, an outdoor race. But technically, if HML Gurus was around 331... Indoors and ran 326 outdoors. That means Jacob being a Britson can run 326 outdoors, you know? That's it's logic for you there. Well, he's already run 329 or 328. 328. In Monaco, I I was there, it was amazing. Yeah.
1: And okay, so it's not it's surely with it's not gonna take him that much more improvement to get a couple more seconds, given his age, given the talent that we know he's got and he, he's and obviously all elite athletes are so dedicated and so committed, but there's just this sort of intensity that comes with the Britsons that you just, you'd never want to bet against him, would you? No. Um, so I, I think he's got a real chance of of, uh, of getting, if not breaking it, Hickam Elgarouj's record, because it is an incredible Hickam. record. Hickam? <laughs> Who's Hickam? He said oh, Hickam. He said oh, Hickam. Hickam. <laughs> I, well Elgar Rouge I'll stick to Elgar Rouge then which is an amazing record I don't think he, Jakob Ingebrigtsen's got to be the best hope I, mean, Chariot, I
0: think Ch- Ch-
1: Chariot as well I think I, so I agree with you but I, I'm not sure Chariot has got the same room for improvement as C- Cole Hocker <laughs> Ingebrigtsen yeah or Cole, Cole Hocker could, Cole Hocker's going to run a 321 or something um but, yeah, Jakob, it's gonna uh, very scary, very scary. First race of the season, and he's streets ahead of everyone. And then world-class field. And then, obviously, you get onto the, the men's 3,000
0: metres and see Getnet Wale, a steeplechaser, run 7.24 indoors. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, I didn't actually watch this race. I'm going to have to rely on you on this one. Well, apparently, well, not apparently, someone who took the lead of 600 to go miscounted laps and started jogging with a lap to go. So I think that threw everyone off. But then they just carried on going. And four people ran under 7.30. And I'm not sure if there's any statisticians out there, but has that ever been done before? I don't think it has. I don't think it has. That's just me chatting rubbish, by the way. It might have been done many times, but I'm pretty sure it hasn't. This is what the podcast
1: is. It's just three quarters of an hour of us chatting rubbish. I wouldn't worry about that. what I was going to say to you, actually, I was thinking about this before we came on the podcast. Maybe it's me, but at the moment, everybody in middle middle to long distance seems to be breaking records, running quicker than you know anyone has before. Every meet, someone becomes the third fastest Brit of all time or has broken another indoor record. Why do you think there's been such a massive improvement over the last 18 months in middle distance running? lack of drug testing i mean right I, I don't
0: want to be mean or be the be the person to play like criticizing but nothing's changed right the dragonflies have come into play but there's adidas runners who are also running phenomenally um there's new balance runners who are also running ph- phenomenally um sorry i just got a dm About someone confirming that the Street Fly is the shoe what Chapter Guy has raced in Monaco. Well, we're recording this before Monaco, but it is confirmed that Chapter Guy is racing in the Street Fly. (laughs) I'm recording the podcast. And now I have to edit the podcast, which is brilliant. Thanks a lot. Um, I might leave that in actually. My sister just just made me jump though. Um, (laughs) So apparently, someone messaged Chapter Guy. Asking what shoes he's running in, and Chaptz guy apparently said, "I'm running in the new one." Oh,
1: mysterious!
0: Um, so I might
1: message Chaptz guy and ask him the same question. Should we call him? We should like that. That would have been the plan. We'll get him to dial into the podcast next time. Maybe he will do I'm, it. I'm gonna message.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna message him now and see what happens.
1: Yeah, oh, DM him and saying. Congr-
0: Sorry, congratulations, birthday Bob! He's just qualified for the European indoors. He's he's around 3.43 indoors. What a guy.
1: We we forgot about Bertie Bob when we were talking about the fastest 1,500 metre runners ever. Um, So he's probably the only one with a realistic chance of um, beating Jacob and Timothy Chariot, really. Mm, Yeah, I'd say so. But yeah, so yeah, message, DM, check to Guy and say, we're live on the podcast. If you can't come on live now and talk to us, then let us know whether you're running in the street flies or the vapor flies i've messaged him
0: i've said hey chep what shoes are you wearing tomorrow (coughs) and matt ramsden knows him and says he'd get him on the podcast but apparently he's got an iphone 3gs so it might be tricky getting to do any content with him so like we have had the opportunity to technically do content with Joshua guy, but I don't think he's got the technology to do so. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, just just upload to ios 13 chat and then we'll get you on. Um
0: I don't think well, it, I don't
1: think an iPhone 3GS can do that, to be honest. <laughs> well at least at least we now know what the target is, I suppose, for the street flight. It's obviously being targeted at sort of 5K road races. Obviously. Everyone
0: who's everyone already knew that though, Josh. Come on, did they? It's not going to be a half marathon marathon shoe, is it? When the next percent of alpha flyer out, are they? Come on,
1: yeah, I suppose, yeah. And it's not track legal, is it? No,
0: it's not. I'm a bit disappointed with that, but then also, yeah. Um, also, by the way, the person who did that, who did message Chapter Guy is Kuan Walker, who is a great guy, so we'll have to actually get him on the podcast at some point as well, yeah, just just to purely speak on that. Uh, other breaking news, ah, oh, we need to get back to these races. Like I said, lack of drug testing actually might be a reason why, because it's sad, but let's be honest, there hasn't been as much drug testing. But I don't want to say that's the reason, because it's a bit sad for the sport, isn't it? And yeah, I don't actually be truthfully think
1: that's the only reason. I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be realistically that this, the current generation are just way more talented than previous generations oh inter- and i don't mean individuals i mean just overall but but also but is sorry, it really not likely it might also
0: be the fact that everyone's just not raced, so just had loads of time to train because i've improved so much like for myself in like the last few months yeah like a drug and tester. and i'm
1: not taking drugs am i so um
0: <laughs> yeah that's well, a good
1: point that is a good point but less racing and more consistent training could be could be the reason. Yeah, absolutely. The reason I asked is I saw somebody say, I think it was on Twitter, and I'm I'm going to call him out. I'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. But Sean Ingle of the Guardian was tweeting about this, and he said the reason he thinks that middle distance runners are improving so dramatically, sort of across the board, is improvements in spike technology, and he thinks that World Athletics will have to. In his words, like clamp down on it basically. But I just don't think that's right, is it? Because the spike technology hasn't changed that much in the last year.
0: Is this, if this is the article I've read, the Guardian said that the Dragonfly is a carbon fiber plating and it doesn't. So if it's that one, it's just a load of rubbish anyway. And it just shows how much coverage our sports gets when there's like misinformation all the time. Like it's literally, it doesn't have a carbon fiber plating. So, like, why are you saying that it does? Someone commented today about the Colhawk and Cooper Tire saying, oh, it's just the shoes, it's not that impressive. I mean, literally, I've got the dragonflies are the great shoe, but it's not like they're going to
1: knock five seconds off your time. Um, yeah. So. It's, but this is it's frustrating because, you know, these are... And I'm not necessarily digging out Sean I'm sure he's a great journalist, but and this isn't a comment about him specifically. It's a general comment about people in claiming to be athletics journalists, but really their knowledge of the sport isn't sufficient to give accurate news that people can rely on. And it means that people will genuinely believe that the dragonflies has a carbon plate in. And then people make comments like, oh, it's just the shoes. When actually it's a pair of spikes with a bit of foam, you know, a good pair of spikes, but nonetheless, yeah, em- emphasis on a good pair of spikes, and they're definitely the best spikes. But
0: it's not like they this.
1: don't make you run a three fifty mile, do they? I suppose is the point.
0: No, I know this is this is completely, and I hope my I, bet, I hope my neighbour isn't listening, but obviously in the UK we do have COVID restrictions, meaning you can't go anywhere. And I, my neighbour, well, someone who lives across from me, because I was looking out the window, has uh, just gone gone somewhere fully dressed up, and I'm like, Ooh. there's no way for you to go. So where are you going? So she's just breaking the rules there. So if you're listening, what do you mean, like a full on going out? Just dress? like yeah, going out, going out, clothes, full face of makeup and stuff, and it's like, uh,
1: Well, uh, we need to get where she's going. Find out where she's going.
0: Well, I don't want to. I don't want to announce that information because I don't want her to get in trouble from the COVID police. That's true. That's
1: true. Well, fab good luck. Maybe she's So, a lot of people I've seen this. A lot of people because of the fact that there's been no social events or anything like that and people are getting so like depressed in lockdown uh, that people are genuinely getting fully dressed up just to go to the shops so she might just be going Morrisons or anywhere else you respectable supermarkets Uh, others are available in a going out gear just to make yourself feel better I
0: guess that's true but she was carrying a massive bag as well what was clearly had closing. So anyway, <laughs> enough about my neighbour. Um, I might release his podcast on a Sunday now or even tonight because I've just got some more information on Chapter Guy's race. Um, Quinn Walker said Joshua Chapter Guy is going to use the Vaporfly Next Percent tomorrow, the new one, um, and that's because he only got the Streak Fly on Friday, and the the pictures are of him in the Streak Fly. What we've seen, yeah. and my investigation skills are on point, but. Yeah. He is racing in the next percent because he's only just got a street fly
1: i guess that makes sense yeah you wouldn't want to race in a brand in a brand new pair of shoes in the sense that like, it, when i mean brand new i mean completely different shoes that you've never even really done a session in particularly over like 5k it could be just a disaster it could be uh and also
0: apparently they're releasing in early june those shoes so that's nice well
1: it looks like think I'll be buying there, to- i think he's going to Whilst we're talking about Chep, um, do you think he's going to beat his time from last year? 1251. Well, I thought year. if he had the streak flies on, yeah.
0: Um, well, the thing is, not many people notice, but the Monaco course, I wouldn't class it as a fast course because no. you go up a hill. I don't get how he's ran 1251 because there's, at the start, there's actually quite a big hill. No, Um Josh, I'm going to call you out there. Josh was actually just <laughs> imitating doing a needle in his arm, which <laughs> suggesting Joshua guy is on drugs. He is not. How dare you say that? Um, no, that was, I'm a, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's not like a, a hilly. It's not like a fast course. It's quite hilly. So
1: I'm going to say 12:45. <laughs> <laughs> can Seconds quicker. Uh, the thing is, there's just you don't know what to expect from him, do you? Because He's just done so, he just ran so quickly and beat these world records by so much last year. And then I'm not going to say disappointed at the World Half Marathon, but I expected him to do better. And so I sort of don't know what, I don't know what to expect from him, but it certainly wouldn't surprise me if he, he ran something in the 12, sort of mid 1240s, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, I guess you've also got to consider, is he going to have a pacemaker or is it going to happen last year where he literally just front ran it? Because um, if it's he has a, a pacemaker, surely he can beat his time from last year when he just ran it from the front, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a lot weaker field this year as well?
0: That is true, but does it really matter for him?
1: Yeah, because they didn't weren't able to keep up with him last year either, were they? So, and the women's side, it?
0: Chep Kowich, I'm actually not sure what the women's 5k road record is, but... If anyone's going to beat it, it's going to be Cep as one of the favourites, surely. He uh, was
1: so. she definitely, she's definitely the favourite in the race. The quickest. So, I wrote our sort of preview article that will be released tonight. Um, it's already out. It's already out on the website for tomorrow's race. And the, the close, there's only and her name escapes me now, which is annoying, but there's only one athlete, really, she, the Swedish athlete, who I think has got a chance of challenging her. Um, over the 5k, but even Czech last uh 5,000 meter I appreciate this was on the track and not the road. This was in Monaco uh last year, and she came quite a disappointing six, I think. Yeah, and was it like 1449? Something like that, yeah, something like that. So, you know, again, um, and if it's not the quickest course, who, who knows, maybe she might struggle, but. but Obviously, her speciality is the steeple. is a steeple chase, so she's definitely got the the speed for the to get a good time. It's just, you know, how she's feeling on the day, I suppose. She did also pace Gedai through
0: three uh, k, I think, for a, a world record. So she's she's definitely got the experience of running
1: at that pace or whatever I, pace she needs to run at. Uh, yeah, and I think, and I might be wrong on this, so I might get some might get called out, but I think this is her competitive 5k road debut so you know she's not actually raced on the road before over the 5k so it will be will be interesting to see you know how she copes with that how she adapts uh, in compared to the track but definitely it will be a good race anyway for sure
0: uh, I've only got two more things I actually want to touch on um, just to basically try and get the pop culture of this podcast really really firing feel like we've covered a lot of ground already so I want to I want to sort of step it up a notch firstly Elliot Kipchoge shared our story yes. so yeah that happened uh, we hit 50k as well I'm going to say that purely yeah. because of Elliot Kipchoge so thank you Elliot sure yeah 50,000 yeah and, I, I know he's listening to this actually we are doing a giveaway get that we're doing another giveaway soon uh, for 50,000 so that's fun um And then two more things, actually, because I've just thought of one. And this is going to be very niche and probably no one listened to this. But basically, there's a person called Star Wars Theory on YouTube. And for some reason, then it just came across that he looks exactly like Josh, who is currently speaking on the podcast as well. (laughs) So I just wanted to throw that in there. (laughs) Obviously, you've you've just heard Josh's voice. And if you want to know what he looks like, just watch Star Wars Theory. Um, And he looks exactly the same as that person. I'm not even lying.
1: Literally, I'm considering that it is actually him um so this is so let me just put this in a bit of context so if because if people actually go on search for this guy and think that that's what i look like they then need to google what jimmy fallon looks like because alfie also thinks that i look like jimmy fallon i look nothing like jimmy fallon i'm also about 20 years younger than jimmy fallon i hasten to add um actually just just go on my instagram and give me a follow (laughs) Um, then you'll see what I look like. <laughs> I'm not going to mention
0: your Instagram, and if you do say it, I will bleep it out. So <laughs> uh, Josh um, goes one. No one heard that. No one wants to. Um, two. I keep on thinking more pop culture things I want to speak about. So uh, Clubhouse, that new app. If someone, I might have one by now, but if someone has a, a Clubhouse invite link, please send it me because I want to join Clubhouse because it's yeah. amazing. Sounds amazing. I want to be on a call of Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> and finally, if anyone watches the One Division. Then I'm considering probably making an Instagram dedicated to Marvel again, because I actually wanted to speak about this. I'm not really, I'm joking. But before tracks I actually owned a uh, Marvel fan page. I did it for about a week and got like 600, no, must be not a thousand followers in like two weeks. And then I stopped it because I felt like, a right idiot. And I didn't know what to do. And I might actually go back and make one because Marvel's just
1: sick. And I love Marvel. and I'm a massive geek about it. So. Well, we're both a geek of Star Wars and, and Marvel. I feel like I should share my Marvel One Division incident that happened last night that I told you about already. So I've been waiting to watch One Division for a while. Finally got around to watching it last night. Logged onto my Disney Plus, pressed, well, just thought I'd press play because I'd bearing in mind I'd never watched an episode. And after about two minutes, I'm thinking, this is all in German, right? And I knew WandaVision was a bit mental. So I thought, well, maybe it's just in German for a bit. And then it goes back to English. Um, it So it took me about five minutes of watching it in German before I'd realised I'd accidentally switched the audio from English to German somehow. And so that made me feel a bit stupid. But also, not only that, I'd also been watching... Episode four, <laughs> I got about five minutes into episode four before I'm going, what the fuck is going on here? And then realising, not only was it in German, I've been watching episode four, so I've just completely ruined the whole series for myself have you actually? Have you actually done that? Well, I, the thing is, I don't actually know whether I've actually ruined it, but I must have, to a certain extent, because I, I then, having realised my error, went back and watched the first episode. And it doesn't really give much away. It hasn't really given much away yet, has it? No. In the first episode, other than it's just a bit bizarre.
0: Okay, wait, I just want to throw a spoilers warning in right now. This will be the last thing we speak about on this podcast. So turn it off if you don't want to hear any WandaVision spoilers. Um, and if you have watched WandaVision and you're up to date, then please stay tuned. But this will be the last thing we talk about. So don't worry if you do turn it off. Um, so anyone still what, what did you watch in episode four? Like, what did you see? Um, Did, didn't you the, think? Oh, it's not in black and white, even though Alfie said it's in the first two are in black and white.
1: Well, that's why eventually I got. I was like, this can't be right, but I, it just didn't click at the start. Um, the, what Monica I've seen so far.
0: Sorry, I'm so sorry. I always interrupt you, but Monica just sent us another email in French, and I'm like, please let me read it in English.
1: Uh, I can't. I can't figure it out. <laughs> um, Right, so if anyone listens to the podcast, use French, and perhaps you can, I was going to, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Vos au le 5K Hercule. I don't know how to say numbers in French. I'm just going to say 2021. Um. Oh, hold on. Uh, this is just saying the Monaco race starts, the Hercules 5K, 14 february, a partir de 9.45. That's just saying it starts at 9.45, right? The coverage starts at 9.45.
0: Uh, ben Crawford just texted me as well I feel like this is information that we should have like Ben Crawford texting me is quite big you know, so I am sorry for everyone who did leave, even though they won't be listening to this either uh, but back to the WandaVision
1: what did you watch in episode for? so uh, she sort of wakes up and goes. So everyone's running around the hospital and she goes to the front desk and the woman's like, your, your mother's been dead for three years that's episode they? one
0: Oh, no, that is episode four. Sorry, yeah. I'm
1: an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then I don't really know what happened then because bearing in mind, I'm watching this in German. So I'm like trying to catch up, like trying to understand what's going on. And I did a bit of German at school. So I'm like, right, so you've been dead for three years. And then next thing I know, she's in like, a is she like in the FBI or something? And she's- No, like, she's in SWORD. Oh, see what I mean? I'm just, and then he was, she was talking to that guy in Sword, which I thought was the FBI, and then I was then that's when I realised that something was wrong. Jimmy Jimmy Wu, the Chinese guy, is in the FBI. That's the FBI. Ah, uh, okay.
0: As you can I'm tell, calling. I am the, I am the biggest Marvel geek ever.
1: How many episodes have you watched? Just one. Just one so far. Yeah. What do you, think, what do you think of F- Agnes? F- <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just typical, like. Uh, Oh, I better not say that. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, oh, that's that's naughty, if you are going to say. But right, so this gonna... actually... So the whole
0: storyline, and I'm, this is, didn't spoil anything, because even in wh- where I've watched you, this isn't what it has. It's just speculation. Apparently, Agnes is a portrayal of Agatha Hartness. And obviously, Agatha Hartness and Agnes, are, it's like a play on words, isn't it? Um, and Agatha Hartness is a witch, and she's sort of a witch for Mephisto, who's the devil. And they're all related to division, And there's lots of... There's been so many Easter eggs related to the devil and a witch. So it's it's pretty clear, I think, that um, the end of the season, by the way, which hasn't been... I don't know any of this yet, by the way, because nothing's really been said. But what indicates of this other than the Easter eggs is the fact that we'll see Mephisto as the main villain or main antagonist, which sounds more professional. And yeah. also... Um, Elizabeth Olsen who plays Wanda and also the British actor who plays Vision have both come out and said that there's a cameo what rivals Luke Skywalker's cameo in which and I'm very sad and obviously watch all the new YouTube videos and everything and the only ones that seem to tick all the boxes of what they've said because they said it's someone they've never worked with before Mm. and it's someone that is going to be an amazing cameo and it's going to provide loads of fireworks the only one that adds up at the minute is Doctor Strange yeah. and, and Ryan Reynolds because...
1: What thinking, what's he called? Um, Deadpool,
0: yeah, because Deadpool, most... Yeah. All the X-Men, uh, who obviously are confirmed to be in the MCU now, they've either worked with um, the actors before, so it wouldn't be a new yeah. actor, or there's like, other reasons why they're not the actor, unless someone said something wrong. So did you,
1: read, did you watch this in a YouTube, or have you researched this personally?
0: Uh, a bit, well, both, different? both, obviously, yeah. but also Ultron is on the cast list, so that's interesting. And Vision, I, I, by the way, I'm a geek in this. I'm a geek of everything, but so Sword, which is the new shield, was doing experiments on Vision, and Sword have said that they're trying to make sense like powerful weapons again, and like AI, AI technology, and Ultron is on the cast list, like the voice of Ultron. And obviously, Vision is from Age of Ultron because it was trying to. Ultron was trying to make it. So, this is can Ultron just... come back? Because you know he was kind of rubbish at the end, sort of.
1: I I think I need to watch more of Wonder Vision before I can make a comment either way. But you know, this people are logging into the tracks of the podcast. They're getting running content and they're getting the top class Marvel analysis. Who logs into a podcast? Is that what I said? Yeah, do you mean tuning in? I meant tuning in. I meant tuning in. Oh,
0: um, Ben Crawford's coming in clutch. She's got Clubhouse. <laughs> He's sending me an invite to your link.
1: I, I so, feel like I need to. I don't actually know what Clubhouse is. I feel like I've missed something here. The Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You've got a kid, haven't you? Oh. Right. This, this
0: podcast needs to end. Jesus. If anyone's listening to this, I just want to find out. If anyone's listening to this, DM me saying division. I'll still be listening. People DM- like these general chats so we don't obviously Traxtor DMs kind of get lost so DM at Alfie for saying division, and well, I'll I'll follow you on trackster because if you've listened this far to the podcast I'm very impressed Um I also would like to take this time to apologise for my overreaction when my sister walked in because I probably did the weirdest voice crack ever and Josh I'm going to end it now because you have little orbs flying around your room which suggests that there's ghosts so I'm going to go okay uh, see you later and goodbye thank you for listening to this week's the running pod We've got a lot of content coming out in the next few days probably too much in a few days but you know need to try and stay relevant uh i probably won't be able to stick to it in the future but yeah just enjoy it while it lasts goodbye thank you very much valentine's day everybody Tomorrow. well this is re- thank you ben Coffers just invited to the clubhouse ciao bye i feel weird i can't end the podcast uh thanks for listening